All right, welcome to the Big and Blizz podcast. I am Blizzy, your host, one, and this is... I'm Big Mike, your co-host. We're going to be talking draft, NFL draft today, among other things, probably. Among other things. The podcast is the Big and Blizz podcast, uh, along with other bullshit. So it'll basically be uh, sports, more so football and basketball, uh, and also, you know, include the other sports, um... We'll also discuss pop culture, movies, and music from time to time, if we feel necessary. But uh, go ahead, Mike. How do you want to start it? Well, speaking on the others, you see Seattle getting an expansion in an NHL team? No, I didn't. Yeah, I guess they the, the group of guys, I don't know who's all in on it, they've been making payments because you have to pay... $650 million to get an expansion team. In For a hockey team? Yeah. Can you imagine what that would be for an NFL, like, if you had to make payments? So they're literally, like, because you, you can't do anything until your last expansion payment's made. So, so they, it's layaway. <laughs> pretty much. And so I don't know how long they've been making the payments. I just saw the headline. They made their final payment recently. And so they're going to be called, the what was it, the Seattle? I'm going to look it up. But So they made their payment, and now they can start signing free agents and doing trades and... I want. I, I, I almost wonder if Drew Carey is a part of this because you know he's part owner of the, the soccer Seattle team. Seattle Kraken. That's what they're going to be called. Yeah, people are going to call them the Seattle Crackheads, especially since <laughs> Seattle's known for a lot of drugs. No, no um, offense, Seattle. I, but, heard, I heard it's a yeah, beautiful it's, area. Uh, the thirty-second team after making their final expansion <clears throat> payment. Jeez, who are the owners? Can you look that up? Because um, I, I I'm willing to bet that we'll see. Drew Carey has some kind of ownership. What's their soccer team called? Um, the, the is it the Boom or something? Storm is, is it? Storm? I don't, I'm not sure. I'm not. I don't follow soccer really. I mean, forgive me for that, but <clears throat> I know Drew Carey's big Owners, on sports. Let's see. I'll look up the, the owner David Bonderman. Never heard of him. <clears throat> yeah, so it's there's some minority owners too. I'm gonna see if it lists them in this uh, article. But yeah, I thought it was crazy because. When was the last time we saw an expansion team in any sport? Exactly. Well, uh, Seattle, the Seattle Sounders. Oh, Sounders, okay. I knew it had something to do with sound. Um, I'm delighted to announce, blah, blah, blah. David Bonderman, the Bonderman family, their partners in the Seattle Kraken organization. That's nuts. That's like when Las Vegas, the Golden Knights. So didn't they win the, the Cup uh, their first year, second year? But people were upset. True hockey fans were upset about that because I and forgive me because I don't know all the details, <clears throat> but the rules are kind of like screwed when you start an expansion team in hockey. I don't know if this is the same in other sports. I don't think it is. But with hockey, they give you so much more leeway on picks. So when you start an expansion team, you get to just basically take your pick of the litter of. From, from other teams, if you like. So what they do is called, and uh, it's going to be July 21st. They're doing the expansion draft. So what you're given, and they do this, they do this in the, uh, well, we haven't seen it in basketball in a while, but if you play 2K, they do the same thing when you do an expansion team, mm-hmm. where you're given a certain number of people you can mark as off limits. Mm-hmm. Like they're not going to be, so like if you, in, let's say in the NBA, if you're the Lakers, you're gonna if they give you three people, you're gonna put LeBron, Dave, Anthony, Anthony Davis. Davis, 
and then Kuzma maybe. I, I don't, Kuzma's kind of on the. Well, yeah. He, well, he he probably on you know. But so you would pick three guys, and then the rest of your squad is free, up for grabs. Could be free agents. No, they're not free agents. Literally, so the Kraken themselves, because they're the only expansion team, mm-hmm. will have however many rounds. I don't know how it is in the NHL, but however many rounds, and so they'll be like, okay, first round, I want to take so and so from the Red Wings. Yeah. Okay. Or the Sharks. Yeah. Round two, I want to take oh, so, so these so players, and so from the Sharks. So these players can't say no. Nope. The teams can't say no. No. Nope. That see, that's okay. So that's why. Some some true true hockey fans and that I'm aware of were, were pissed. They're the pissed rules. about that. They were like, "Of course they're going to win the Stanley Cup because they, you know, could go out and just pluck the best players from some of the best players from, so let's from see other what the teams." Rules, the Seattle rules will be the same as the Golden Knights, mm-hmm. <clears throat> which pissed people off. So, oh, so this is what the rule states: okay. Seattle will be able to select one player from each team, excluding. The Golden Knights, because they haven't been around long yeah. enough to establish. Um, Wait, so that's what the... One player from each team with no off-limit players? Is that so what right I here. So they must select one from each team. Um, 14 forwards, 9 defensive men, and 3 goaltenders. The clubs hmm. have two options for protecting. They can either protect 7 forwards, 3 defensive men, and 1 goaltender, or... Eight skaters in general, like just doesn't matter position. Doesn't matter position, and one goaltender. So that would mean, Jeez. and so if you go the forward defender goaltender route, you save eleven of your guys. Yes. The other way, you only save nine. Yeah, because if you have, because you can only, well, you have, well, the thing you is, can only you save seven of, forwards, and, and if you, you have nine that are great and and some yeah. shit other players, I get it, and you're penalized in a sense for for that. But that's crazy. So this motherfucker could just be like, oh. Plucking so players that means they will get to pick. Crazy. So if they get one from each team, yeah, that means they get to pick thirty people. Is there even that many people? Is there how many teams are there? Is there thirty-two with the, including the thirty-two suspension? counting them? Okay, so yeah, thirty because the but the, but the math on that doesn't add up because this this thing I'm looking at says fourteen, nine, and three. So that 14. doesn't add up to thirty. Does it? 14, 9, and 3, 14, and 9 is 23, plus 3 is 26. But you got to think also, so no, that's per, oh, I'm just see what you're saying. I'm not sure how that works. The, the, the math doesn't what do you, add what up. Are you, what are you saying, though? Because that's we're talking about 30 teams, though. We're not talking yeah, about Yeah, because it players. says you must select one player from each presently existing club. No, but that's what's off, you can make off limits, right? That No, that's down here. So it's saying that the expansion team gets to pick one player from each team, totaling... 14 forwards, 9 defensive men, and 3 goaltenders. But that doesn't equal 30. So yeah, is weird. it... So weird. The wording on that's a little weird. It, yeah, I'm sure we're misreading, or we're not we're understanding something. Cause I'm yeah, sure. we scheduled for July 21st. Um, same exact rules. Well, I mean, how, many, how many players are supposed to be on each team? Including bench and, and, and backups and all that. Probably twenty six, right? Oh, so so the the rule is they can only pick one from each team, and they have to have a minimum of twenty people selected. Gotcha. gotcha. Okay, that makes more sense. So they what they're saying is you can't it's pick more maximum. than one. You can't, you can't pick more than one okay, from each yeah. team. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Then. But yeah. So, but why they give? Why do they put the numbers like that though? Is that how many people they need for to fill their team? 
the yeah, I think that's the max that you can run. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, and then it says right here, all players with non-movement clauses at the time of the draft and who declined to waive those clauses must be protected by the team. And if they're not, then, hey, sorry about your luck. Yeah. That's crazy, All man. first and second year players and all unassigned draft choices will be exempt from selection. So they can't steal any rookies or, or second year guys. Players. Okay. So this is my thing, though. Say you just worked your ass off on, say, San Jose Sharks. Got your big contract. You, I mean, you're getting paid stupid. Like maybe you're the best paid player in the league, and then you get snatched up. Do all these big name players? Do, do, does the um, the Kraken have to carry over their contracts? Yeah. Okay. So uh, damn. They, so they're probably not going to have a salary cap for the first year or two. Then I, or I, they're going to adjust things. Well, they probably will have a salary cap. They and that might be part of what they have to look at when they're drafting people. Yeah, because that doesn't that wouldn't make sense. Because how are you going to have enough money? I guess each team is going to protect their stars. I get that, but who knows? Somebody might have a star that's on a decline, where and they just want to ditch the money. yeah they want to ditch the contract because they paid this guy way too much. But I think like in hockey, I think a big contract, if I'm not mistaken, is like is uh, like eight million is is or ten million is like a, a huge contract in hockey, and I could be wrong. Don't get me wrong, you know, um, or don't mark my words. So. Highest paid current NHL player makes fifteen million this year. He signed a. The NFL says hold my beer. He said he signed a. He said he signed a five year, fifty eight million dollar deal in February of nineteen. That's what mediocre linemen are getting paid in the NFL. That's like backup quarterback money. Yeah, yeah. That's why they say backup quarterback is one of the best positions because you you don't don't do a lot of work and you make damn good money. Yeah. But. Hell yeah! And you can you can be a backup until you're 60 if you if you've got a good quarterback in front of you. Look at Ryan Fitzpatrick. That moment right. was starter, bench, starter, bench, everywhere. And How many teams he played for? One like, of the most respectful like players. You know, oh. when Tua came in, he freaking coached the hell out of him, and then told the staff, from what I understand, that hey, I think he's well. When they said he was, they think he's ready. He agreed with staff. You know, cried during his press conference, and I get it. It's it's emotional for him. Well, but, that's your whole life. Like, oh, yeah. But Magic has poured his life into football. And how much good things he's done for teams just to get bounced out the next season. It's He's a he's a journeyman. Oh, 100%. And, and a, a, an elite journeyman. Well, yeah. And did you see what's that there's a dude who didn't even play high school football that just got drafted, quarterback. Didn't start a single high school game. Wow. Um, what was his name? Oh, I shared it on my Facebook. Um, like in the future, we're like, oh, what's your um, athletic abilities? I know how to do these dances from TikTok. Sign them. <laughs> yeah, no, he, yeah. I guess he played in college. Now didn't start a single game. <clears throat> Kyle Trask. He played at Florida. Damn. Gators. Was he a walk-on that made didn't it? Didn't start a game in high school. I, I didn't fully look into it because I just saw it as I was like... I know Getting it's, off work. it's been hard with us both working and having full families and stuff. It's been hard to keep up on things. But we so can. he was picked in the second round by Tampa Bay. So he's going to be learning. Round. He's going to be learning from Tom Brady, though. And Tom Brady, I mean, he says he can play until 50 probably, which he probably can, but still, like, sitting by. Look, Garoppolo, I wouldn't say is an is a, I don't know. I think he's a starter somewhere. I just don't think he's a great starter, and that's just my opinion. But... He was under Brady and got a big contract for that reason, you know? So, 
Yeah, he so he attended Manville High School in Texas. He didn't start a game after his freshman year and was a backup to D Derek King D E R I Q. Derek Derek King. And then when he graduated in 2016, he committed to go play at the University of Florida. How do you commit to play if you He didn't so he see he didn't see any field action for the first 2 years at Florida. And got drafted in the second motherfucking round? And so in 2018, he played four games as a backup to Felipe Franks. And see, these starters, nobody's... What the fuck? So he, he, and he completed 14 of 22, 162, and a touchdown in those four appearances. That's it. How he... How well, he came he in know? a mop-up role, probably. Yeah, yeah, but still. And so he entered his junior year in 2019. He should have went... Like, Tony Romo went not drafted. So in 2019, Tony Romo held records in Illinois. Oh, he did he break he break a in his junior year did he break a Tebow record in Florida? Oh, okay. Well. So 2019, he came in as the backup once again. Um, Franks ended up getting injured, I guess. Um, Trask took over, um, making his first career start as a junior in college since his freshman year in high school. What? Hadn't started a game of football in. Was that seven years? Can you teach me to football? Seven years. Um, he completed 20 of 28 passes. Okay. Two touchdowns, two interceptions, but he beat Tennessee. Well, Florida beat Tennessee. Yeah. That defense is probably helping out a little bit. How did he get drafted? I, that's what I don't understand. Well, that's what we're getting to. So, his very next game, he started again and Beat Vanderbilt fifty six to zero. Okay. Ooh, okay. Defense um, helped a lot. He threw for three hundred and sixty three yards against Vanderbilt. Oh. The most <clears throat> passing yards in a game by a Florida quarterback since Tim Tebow in two thousand and ten. Damn. Tim Tebow threw for four eighty two, so one hundred and twenty more yards. Yeah. But the most since Tim Tebow and. Yeah, and Florida's always stacked. So in twenty twenty. He, he was senior year. He won the starting job. Um, he, he beat his own record. He threw for four, 16, and six touchdowns against Old Miss. Damn. Okay. I don't... It's still, he should have been fourth or fifth round. I don't see second. Yeah, second's a reach. Um, so, in his senior season, he, he balled, bro. These are his stats for senior season at Florida. Record eight and four, not the greatest. Sixty-nine percent completion Damn. rating. Damn. Four thousand two hundred and eighty-three yards. Wait for his just a senior season. Just a senior season. Okay. Okay. An average of almost ten yards of a completion. Damn. Forty-three touchdowns. Just guess the interception. I'm gonna let you guess that real quick. Is it high or low? You're not gonna give it to me, are you? It's. It's not a double-digit number. Seven. Close. Eight. Damn. Okay. But still, second round is still a reach for one And his, 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 his QBR or passer rating or whatever, because they call it passer rating in college, yeah. but it's QBR, was the max. 180. 180? It's 180 in college, yeah. Okay, in NFL it's 106 point something? Yeah, 180. Holy shit. And he, he rushed for... 
50 yards. So he's not... He's not a mobile quarterback. He's not he's overly a, athletic. He's a pocket passer. He's, he seems to be athletic. He's just not... Like, well, he's, he's, not, not, he's, he's not, not Cam Newton yeah, or he's, Justin he's, Fields or Tre- Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, Trevor rather. Lawrence, man. Did you did, uh, did you watch the draft at all last night? No. I, the plays they were giving Trevor Lawrence saying that there's he's he's one in a million. He's in a league of his own. Like I was like, I knew he was good. I guess I didn't really pay a lot of attention, but I knew the hype. But they were like, they were, yeah. They yeah, were so shit on him. He didn't even make first all-team SEC. How not? He made second team all SEC. Well, because who else is in the SEC? Mac Jones at Bama was in the SEC, the yeah. dude who was taken first round by the Patriots. Yeah. That's crazy, dude. Who they already, Belichick's already came out and confirmed that Cam Newton's their starter, and then the other two are going to have to fight it out for the backup. Who, who's the other one? Mac and, oh, and, uh, um, who's the other one? Ah, uh, what did. Belichick named him. I don't. Uh, is he a rookie? Did they just draft him? No, I don't think so. I don't think so either. Um, you think I should know this, right? <laughs> I don't know. Like since Tom Brady left, right? <clears throat> I don't want a list of their starting quarterbacks. That's what this is giving me. Current. Let me see this. So that safety for the Raiders we were talking Jarrett about. Jarrett Stidham. I've never heard of him. Is it so this you Yeah, talking? he played last year. It's he's a mm-hmm. He went to Auburn. Uh-huh. Guess who else went to Auburn? Cam. Cam Newton. Well Cam went to Auburn Auburn and Florida, right? He went to Florida, got busted. The laptop situation. He got busted for stealing a laptop and the way throwing it out his window. He said like that. Had his name written in it. He wrote his name in it. And and from what the thing I read, there was a cop that watched it come out the window and hit the ground. But that's some elementary, like no elementary kids wouldn't. My daughter's six and she wouldn't. Well, first off, she wouldn't steal something. But if she did, she's not going to write her name (laughs) in it. You know, like like. Like, come on, Cam. And yeah, and then he went to Blinn Community College. And the crazy thing is... Did he get in trouble and had had to go to... Oh, yeah. They released him. Oh, from... no, you're talking... Okay, we're talking about Cam. Yeah, Cam yeah, yeah, went I to Blinn. Yeah, I know played... Uh, uh... And I still think the craziest thing is when they went to Blinn Community College, Auburn did, they weren't even coming to look at Cam. Yeah. They were coming to look at one of his receivers that was blowing up. Mm-hmm. Because And then they realized it was Cam that was making yeah. dude blow up. Yeah, yeah. But, um, so, he, this kid actually started at Baylor. Transferred to Auburn, and then was drafted by the Patriots last year. Um, he had two seventy yardage, two touchdowns, and four interceptions in his time on the field last year. It's crazy. So they, so Belichick said those guys are going to have to fight out the Can't backup role, and then when it does come time. They're going to have to compete with Cam if they would like to start. Yeah. They're not just handing it over. Mac Jones seems like he has a good shot at just getting it, you know? Well, I heard that Kyle Shanahan was super high on Mac Jones. Yeah. The Niners guy. Because he says he, I don't know if he said it or someone else said it, but they feel like Mac Jones is literally like combining the three best quarterbacks that Kyle Shanahan's worked with over his career into one guy. That's crazy. But yeah, so that's probably who got first team for quarterbacks. Yeah, probably in SEC. Um, so yeah, so Mac Jones. 
I think Mac Jones going there is going to be a good fit for him. Um, and then we have... Ooh, Cowboys are on the clock right now. Ooh, what's up? Uh, I think the Steelers drafted Le'Veon Bell 2.0. Yeah. In Najee Harris. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah when Bell. I see that. Yeah, I agree. Le'Veon Bell 2.0. Yep. And, oh, speaking. Look, you see the Cowboys in round three pick 75. Osa, I'm not even going to try to butcher his name. Can you pronounce that? Third round, what is it? Yep, nope, not even a try. He's oh. an edge threat, though, so he's a diff- he's like an we, end. And the, I, I say we because I'm a Cowboys fan. We need that. We need corners. We need safety. We need defense. I mean, linebacker, we I mean, we got a good pick in linebacker. We didn't need a linebacker. I mean, Sean Lee retired. Va- uh, Vander, Late Mesh uh, uh, has been, you know, kind of injured and stuff. But this guy's last name, like... O D I G H I Z U. Yeah, I'm not going to disrespect the man. And then, so right after the Steelers took Najee, Jacksonville added something for. They added Travis Atteni. He's a running back, and he stud. But the only reason I brought up Jacksonville is I saw him there. Well, yeah, they they get Trevor Lawrence and him now. Guess who else they think going to roll up in there? Who? He's a left-handed quarterback from Florida coming back with Tebow time. He's Ooh. trying out a tight end. Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow. He, he, he he's 33 years old. He got cut from uh, yeah. football or baseball, and he swore that was his problem. That's why he got let go from football is because they wanted to try tight no, end. No, he's sure. But he's, I'm saying that's why he they let Oh, him. I know. So he said, absolutely not. I'm a quarterback through and through. It's come back. So, guys, you getting more of that uh, tight end left? <laughs> yeah, he, <laughs> legit, he just worked out with Jacksonville, and they're trying to work out a deal from the article I read. Good for him. 33-year-old tight end coming out of nowhere. He got shafted, dude, in the NFL. I, I, I don't think he was the best, but he was good enough to be at least be a, a well, backup. I always said he's done more. In his year with Denver, his he, I mean, he beat the Steelers in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. More than some guys who were given years at starting. Like, he brought us, and I say us, Broncos fan, we were bottom of the division when everybody was chanting, Tebow, Tebow, Tebow. And so finally... They said, fuck it, what's They good? said, right, we're bottom of the division. Right. Hurt we end up coming in, almost winning the division, end up in the wild card, beat the Steelers in overtime yeah. on one play. From him, some masterful. He shape. just he you know, he bombed that to Demarius Thomas with his lip. And mind you, Tebow some, some angels in the end zone. <laughs> mind you, Tebow won ugly. Yeah, but he won. But the, a win is a win. Tebow was always a winner. But sometimes the NFL doesn't like winning ugly. Yeah. yeah. And also, I think that he brought too much. God. He tried to bring too much church into yeah, football, and a lot of people didn't like that. Well, it's like the politics. Not everybody. When people bring politics into sports, people don't. They, I hear it from everybody. I turn on my TV to watch to get away from politics to get away from this. You know. Yeah. So they don't want to see it when they turn on the TV to get away from it. And I respect, like, if that's that man, like, and that is, he's he said that through and through, like, he, 
Like, he plays sports because he's athletic. Cowboys got cornerback from Oregon State, Nashawn Wright, 6'4", 188. Who'd we take right before you guys? Uh, you took Quinn Miners, uh, offensive line. Well, all right. Maybe, uh, maybe if we do waste all of our fucking farm on Aaron Rodgers, someone can block for him. <laughs> so what, are the, what do you think? What are the odds of you guys getting? I know Aaron Rodgers says his time's done. So he, he his four teams were all closer to the West Coast because he is from, from Chico. Chico, which is 45 minutes from where we're sitting right now. Yeah, so he is from Chico. His teams were the Niners. You who, played you played his school, the school he went to when you yeah, played high school football here. Well, we, played ba- we played him in basketball and everything. Because um, he didn't go to Chico. He went to Pleasant Valley. Didn't Pleasant he? Valley. It's in Chico. Yeah. Um, Chico's just big enough to have multiple high schools. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so... He wanted the Niners. Obviously, that's his diehard, diehard team. Well, it's like that's like Kaepernick was a diehard Green Bay fan from that area. Yeah, and went to the Niners and freaking he goes to the and he was and what he felt jaded by the Niners because of how they passed on him. Yeah, and he was excuse me. They assured him they were drafting him. Yeah, and so he he wanted Niners, Raiders, Denver, and there was one other team. Not Chargers, was it? It might have been. Yeah. He, I know he wanted to keep it west. He wanted to be tried as close to home as possible. Yeah, really Seattle, what he's going for. Seattle, maybe. Um, but the, the last article I read, it says Denver is almost there. Like, yeah. they've packaged some stuff. It didn't say what. Yeah. I just What do you know, guys have to give? I, we're probably going to do exactly what the now football team, <laughs> old Redskins. Um, <laughs> That's a taboo word. Fuck. It's so, um, so dumb. When they were the Redskins, they sold the farm, like, three straight drafts worth of shit mm-hmm. to get up and draft RG3. Yeah, how'd that turn out, though? But at least you know you got a, a true track and runner. And so that's, and I feel like that's what's going to end up happening. Because what do we have? Von Miller is, he doesn't want to go anywhere. He who's probably your, has a no-trade clause. Who's your, um, your well, second, he'll be second, second year wide receiver you guys just got. Oh, Jerry Judy? Yeah, Jerry If they Judy's trade the, his ass. No, Jerry Judy's the man, bro. And so, I'm like, I don't know, they're going to have to sell next year's draft and probably the following year's draft up the river. Yeah. yeah. And Rodgers has three, four good years? It's not worth it. I mean, because if you, if you well, sell I made your the asses joke. off, you guys aren't going to have the team around him to do it. I made the joke. I was like, is this our new thing? Is this what the Broncos going to do? They're going to get an old quarterback that's got two or three years left, make these quick runs at the Super Bowl. Like we did with Manning. Dismantle, have to rebuild real fast. And then we just go and draft fucking five shitty quarterbacks in a row. And then all of a sudden sell the farm to tr- maybe win a Super Bowl. Yeah. But the difference is when we, when John Elway convinced Manning to come on board as a free agent, we had a defense. Yeah. Oh, one chip. The best defense in the league. Now we, don't, of, yeah. now we don't have that. No. So what is, is our offense... Going to what are we going to be try to we're going to try to outscore Patrick Mahomes? You know what's crazy with Aaron Rodgers is when you had Manning. I still remember. I'm still bitter about the game where the Cowboys and, and Broncos played in Texas, and you guys edged us out 52 to 49. Romo was our quarterback, and it was an all offensive shootout. That shit was so crazy, <laughs> and you guys edged us out. That was like what they say the highest scoring game and. I don't. I don't know. It might have been history. I don't know if it's history, but it, it it was crazy. But I'm still bitter about that shit. 
So yeah, fuck so I'm you like, and fuck Peyton, all right? And I'm his like, big ass forehead <laughs> and his triangle print. No, I'm kidding. Peyton Manning's a fucking goat, one of the goats. But I'm like, is that going to be the pattern? But the problem is with Rodgers, like, we trade the farm. Yeah, we just drafted in the first round, we just drafted a corner. <laughs> you have the trade the farm, you have a garden, and that's it. <laughs> right? Like, we on defense, we have Von Miller, Justin Simmons, and then we got our new. Um, yeah, your run during the Super Bowl was Demarcus Ware and, and Von Miller fucking shut shit down. We got Pat Sertain the second from Bayern. You got Sertain? Yeah. Oh, you motherfuckers, dude. Yeah, we took him. Yeah. And so so we'll have one he went, quarter. He went a lot higher than I thought he should have. Um, no, dude, he went nine, huh? Nine. I mean, he went, okay, he went about right. Anyway. Um, I mean, if you look at this, though, real fast, how mean? many Bama players went day one? We got Jalen Waddle to Miami, wide receiver. Uh-huh. Sertain, yeah. corner. Devontae Smith, wide receiver. Mac Jones. Mac Jones. Sorry. Um, Mike Jones. The tackle that nobody thought they should have taken to the Raiders. Oh, yeah. Alex Leatherwood. Um, Najee Harris. So we're at six. Six day one Bama players. That's crazy. Six. Najee Harris, though. Najee Harris. That motherfucker, dude. We took a, we took a running back um, second round. Um, from UNC. North Carolina? Take it. That powder blue? You think North Carolina? You think you don't? M- do you think MJ and the basketball team? Yeah, Javante Williams. I was watching some highlights on him earlier. He looks like he can hit hard. Yeah, he's five ten. That's why he's a tall, tall little guy. That's crazy. I say tall little guy because running backs are smaller. Yeah. But he's tall for a running back. Yeah, he's not you know King Henry shit, but. So, yeah, the Cowboys got Micah Parsons, the linebacker we discussed. That was the first round. Round two, we got Kelvin Joseph, a uh, cornerback from uh, University of Kentucky. You think them, you think of basketball, too. Oh, Kentucky, yeah. We've got, in the third round, we got Osa, not going to butcher his last name. I'm not going to be disrespectful. Edge rusher from UCLA. Chauncey Golston, Edge from Iowa, and Nashawn Wright, a cornerback from Oregon State. They gave us a D-plus rating for that, that corner from Oregon. They gave us a C-plus for the Edge rusher from Iowa, and A-minus for Osa. Yeah, so basically their, uh, their takeaways on this guy is he's a power runner. He only has two career runs. Over forty yards. I was this, like, wait, oh, this so guy from UNC. He's he's a third down back. Um, yeah. He it says literally his running style could cause lots of wear and tear. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a pound, or a third a third down third and short. Uh, he's um, kind of like a Jerome Bettis without the yeah, the break. And his weight. strengths are build is he's broad, powerful, and yeah, Jerome. He's the bus. Like kind of like the bus. Plenty of tread left on his tires because he doesn't have a lot of carries in college. Um, good creativity for a power back. Runs real tight with his blockers. Honestly, it wouldn't be bad to use this guy in kind of a, a full back, hybrid fullback kind yeah. of look. Yeah. I know we don't see a lot of true fullbacks anymore. No, I think the... The last true fullback that I saw was for the Niners. Uh, what's his, I can't pronounce his last name either. What is 
Kaczynski? Is that the one you're talking about? I believe so. He yeah, has got to some, butcher his name. Some some long last name where you know the syllables or whatnot. You know. Teams. So let's <laughs> the see. The pronouns are together. We'll see what grade they're giving us. I just see the grades on here. Are we on the same site? No, I'm on uh, CBS. Oh, okay. Can you check mine for me? What, do you want the... The Denver's grades? All right, let's see. Because we took a center. So we have another third-round pick coming up, too, actually. So round one, you got Patrick Sertan the second. It's an A+. Or, sorry, an A. Yeah. An A. Round two, you got Javante Williams running back. He's a B. Okay. Round three, so far you have Quinn Miners, offensive lineman, B+. Plus, and you have a pick coming up. Yeah, we got a pick coming soon. So. <laughs> so, anyways, to transition to the NBA, what do you think about Steph this season? And probably, he's looking, he's looking like he's going to win the scoring title. I saw a meme, and I know <laughs> we've messed up. Which one? But it was like, uh, it said something because it was like talking about how he sh- like could win MVP. Mm. And it was like, when you think you can win MVP and then you lose to the 19 and 44 Timberwolves. Dude, they hit, they went 20 for 40 from three. 20 for the Timberwolves? Yes. <laughs> yes. D'Angelo Russell went one for five, I think, for from three. And uh, who's their other three-point shooter? Their big one. I don't know. I don't really pay attention to the Timberwolves. So, it, so they took out. They they slowed Carl Anthony Towns down. They basically stopped D'Angelo Russell, and fucking all their non-shooters were banging threes at almost every fucking play. Yeah, so that's <laughs> twenty for forty. And the uh, uh, teams that have gone twenty for forty have gone forty-three and zero. <laughs> that's tough. Yeah. So it's like we all. The thing is, like again, I'm a I'm a diehard Warriors fan. You're a Lakers fan, but the late the or the Dubs aren't playing defense. And when they do, they they're just they, they even when they play good defense, they're getting the, people are getting shots, and they don't like to fucking rebound. You know, when you have a team where you, when when Clay's healthy, when KD was there, when Steph's healthy, every shot goes in. Who needs to rebound? Yeah, the shot goes up. You guys get back on defense. They think that the like that old D'Angelo Russell meme. Yeah, where, where he goes, turns around and it just throws the oh, three. No, that was um, Nick Young. Oh, it was Nick Young. Yeah, Swaggy Nick P. Young. Yeah, because he, he tried doing Agent Zero. What freaking Gilbert Arenas did? He yeah. turned around his arms out and it made it. He tried doing the same thing because uh, Agent Zero was his his mentor. Yeah, so, yeah. Nick Young was hit, uh, Gilbert Arenas's rookie, so he tried doing the same thing. Turn around and turn back around and watch it break. <laughs> but yeah, so. We just don't read. <coughs> Steph's not getting calls. Like as a shoot, as one of the best, like one of the best players in the league, they're saying that anybody else, a James Harden, a Russell Westbrook, getting stepped on or stepping into their landing path when they shoot, they're gonna get that call 90, 95 out of hundred times. Steph gets it fucking five out of hundred. It's crazy. Well, yeah, think about it. When you say when you say Russell Westbrook and James Harden. They Flossy. sell they hard. Shit, yeah. But Steph has never really like oversold anything. No. Yeah. And he's, so, he's, I'm not saying that that's right, but that's I'm saying that's that's probably what's happening. Yeah, but he still he doesn't get the calls. But I mean, 
Is part of that me being biased? Absolutely. But is part of it fact? Yes. You know? But he's... That boy is, is white hot. Even when he starts out going one for eight, he comes back and has a 42-point game. You know? Yeah. You got Draymond, who people don't like, but if he's on your team, you love him. But he... I mean, the only player in history to get a triple-double and one of those categories was not points. <laughs> you know? Ten rebounds, ten assists, and ten steals. I mean, he had, you know, more than ten in a couple of those. But, you know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. The only player in the history of the NBA to get a triple-double where points weren't a factor. And he had eight points. He could have had a quadruple-double. Yeah. That's only been done by, what, five or six players in the league history? Yeah, I don't know. It's No, it doesn't happen very often. But, yeah, Draymond's a floor general. And that's he plays like how Des Bryant used to get criticized when the cameras would show him going off on the sidelines. And people would be like, oh, there's Des being a baby, acting childish. And then when they got the audio back, it's him going, yo, come on, guys, we can win this. Let's get it together. And he's hyping his team passionately. Yeah. But when you don't hear the audio, they automatically, he's being a crybaby. He's going off. He's throwing a tantrum. They think oh, yeah, the same about thing perspective. of Draymond. They think the same thing about Draymond a lot, too, you know? Like, this, this dude got a fucking technical because he was talking to one of the uh, younger players on our his own team when they're getting back on defense on him. Hey, get your guy, you know, man up, woo, do this, that, and the third. The fucking ref teed him up for it. That's wild. But these refs are crazy. For I me, mean, a ref teed Tim Duncan up for laughing on the bench one time. So. Yeah, well, they were having, they were going back and forth as it was. And Tim Duncan, I've heard a lot of players say that he was one of the hardest people to, to play against because he didn't, he shit-talked. He shit-talked, but not your normal. He would, uh, he would shoot and be like, oof, got it. He'd shoot again. Ooh, almost had me. Like, just that kind of shit talk. But yeah. people don't see that from him because he was so cool under the radar. But, uh, like, was it Luca that got teed up for yelling and one? Yeah. You know, a couple players this year. And then what's his name? Uh, God, what's his name that plays for the Mavs? The, his, the big, the seven-footer. Oh, is Porzingis? It Bo- no, is it Boban? Bo- oh, Boban? The- yeah. So, he, oh, yeah, didn't he get just ejected the other yes, night? for flagrant two or one because he... Got tangled up with, uh, who was it on the dubs? I can't remember. It was completely accidental. You could totally see it. And when he landed, he, like, crawled over, and it was, like, talking to the dubs player. Got up and helped him up and hugged him and apologized. And Because yeah, Bobon's, like, so nice. Yeah, that's what they're saying. He's the nicest guy in the league. He literally, like... He's a gentle giant. G- yeah, exactly. Like, he literally, like, he makes TikToks and all these videos and everything. I love him, dude. Just making hearts and, like, he does, like, the yeah, heart with, with his arms because they're so big. Yeah. He's huge. He's huge, dude. That's crazy. But, yeah, he's a giant. Like, these refs, and that's the thing with NFL, NBA. I don't know how it works with other sports. But they can call whatever they want. There's no repercussions. A player gets teed up for nothing. They have to pay a fine. If they have somebody teased or suspended for a game, mm-hmm. a ref can blow a whole fucking Super Bowl or championship game or whatever on some shit calls. The league sends a letter to the club that they fucked and says, "Hey, we fucked up. Sorry about it." Yeah, there's and I mean no repercussions. Well, I mean if you think about it, it happens in the MLB all the time. Okay, umpire. Yeah, yeah. Because when you think about it. Pitchers will be like, mm-hmm. okay, who's behind the mound or who's behind the plate today? Yeah, which ump? Yeah, yeah, which ump? Because they know what like, they can and can't get away with. And you're like, why? And they're like, because each ump has their own strike zone. And you're like, how? Mm-hmm. The strike zone is 
clearly stated in the rules. But that's a little bit different when a ball's being thrown 80 to 106 miles an hour. Yeah. It's a little bit harder to tell. But, yes, that's still bullshit. But when there's some just obvious NFL or obvious NBA shit and the ref calls it one way, or I hate when one ref calls it this way and the other ref calls it that way and all of a sudden, it, 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 I don't, you know what I mean. It's fucking ridiculous. Well, I mean, there's one, one big thing that I remember in the MLB this Chicago's pitcher was literally one out away from a perfect game. Oh, God. I think you were talking about. No walks, no hits, nothing. Literally one out. Perfect game's only been done like fucking five, seven times. And the ball gets hit to the infield. Pretty sure it was the second baseman, scooped it up. Mm-hmm. Beat the it, runner. Threw it to first. Beat the runner. It beat the runner by at least a step. You could totally see it. And the ump called him safe. And after the game, the apologized and cried, or like almost cried. He said, "I just stole that from that young yeah, kid." Yeah. Like he felt, but like at shit. least he admitted that and, and felt that way. But there's NFL and NBA refs are like, "Fuck it." But the thing is, like, they he made that call, and he, he was he was man enough and respectful enough to. He say, did a whole press conference. He did a press conference. But like, they couldn't have reviewed it. Right. And you can't go back. You, th- you, know, you know what that I mean? Th- like, after the game, like, yeah, Chicago still won the game, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But they, and I know the MLB's trying to implement rules to try to make, but like Pat McAfee always says, like, if you don't speed up, you're going to go out of style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah, all yeah. these old heads in the MLB wanted to stay mm-hmm. traditional, stay. Yeah. Like, I've always said. Let them all juice. If you want to juice, juice. Right? Let's get some homers. You know, you're going to sell fucking out. You're telling me you put a pitcher with a juiced-ass arm throwing 120 on the mound. With the fucking juice heads hitting and knocking it out of the parking lot across the river? You ain't going to sell tickets? Bro. I'm not saying they should be required to juice because that's no. just fucked up. And it, it may be to a certain level, but yeah. When a dude comes out and looks like a Turn fucking... Turn your blind eye, like... A dude comes out and looks like one of those bulls you see with fucking definition that's there to, <laughs> to in, in, impregnate. You know what I'm saying? Like, they start juicing and fucking beating their wives and shit. Jose Canseco? Yeah, ooh. <laughs> you know what's crazy is, is the wife's uh, grandparents worked down there. Uh, the grandma worked at uh, an AT&T, I believe in the office down there in, in in the bay and i guess jose's house mansion whatever you call it was across the street and like a little ways up from the office so when the workers would get there in the morning before they'd leave on assignment to go in the field they would wait because jose's wife was like a model or something and she used to jog down the street every morning like go on her, her daily run in like the skimpiest of skimpy G string and um, you know the 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 string bikini tops that only go over your nipples. Yeah. And she had big fake tits and she would jog every day. So the the AT and T workers would get there and they'd wait a little bit longer to go out in the field. So you know it was probably where the we'll be there between you know nine a.m. and five in the, in the evening and they're probably waiting on Jose's wife. But one like, hey day, girl, what's up? One day, I guess Jose and his wife got into a fight super bad, and she had yanked out the driveway in reverse, and I want to say a, a Porsche or something, 
and he came flying out behind her in a, a Porsche or Ferrari, was chasing her down the road playing bumper cars. Just, meh, meh, meh. Oh, yeah, I heard yeah, that story. Really. each other. Maxine's grandma, my wife's grandma, uh, witnessed this stuff, you know? Witnessed a lot of stuff. Jose running down the street in, in like, a thong or half-naked chasing her and stuff. Like... Yeah. Do you see she went on record when they were going through it or, at, you know, and, and talked shit about him because he talked shit about her saying the steroids shrunk his nuts and he had, like, no nuts and that was her thing. Not that he had a small dick, but he ain't got no nuts. He could have had a monstro. No right? <laughs> monstro dick, but, but he ain't got no nuts. Ain't no nuts. Uh, he's, uh, he's something else. That's the biggest snitch and, yeah. He went down and took everybody down with him. It wasn't like one of those first 48, like, tell us and we'll help you. Right. It was one of those, well, you're fucked. And he wasn't even really fucked. And he said, oh, well, by the way, I know this, 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 and this about this person and this person, you know. Gave up everybody. Like, what a piece. Dude, so you know that O-lineman that we took? The one, yeah, from what you told me. Well, <laughs> we were talking about Quinn, whatever. Right here, Miners. From... What is Division Three? We well, yeah, I was gonna say, what school is that? It's abbreviated, abbreviated W Y W H I T. Why white? <laughs> I don't know. I literally just was scanning through something and it said Division Three. He's just the fifth Division Three player to ever be drafted in the top one hundred. Holy shit! Six, and the three, school three, is three. Wisconsin Whitewater. Holy fuck! And he was. After the 2019 oh, hey, season? Hey, your, your next pick is Baron Browning, linebacker from Ohio State. But um, anyways, go ahead. After his 2019 season, mm. he was considered borderline pro prospect. Damn. He was overweight, could not follow, um, and could not follow with an improved senior season because COVID shut down the entire D3 level. That's crazy. A revamped diet and extensive workouts improved his conditioning well enough for the Senior Bowl invitation. Dude, he's 6'3", 320. That's huge. So what was he before that? Yeah, right? And his um, his performance at the Senior Bowl increased his draft stock. Yeah, it says, he was actually ranked number 45 in a draft analyst's um, final iteration of the top 150 prospects before the draft. He has crazy. a high school background in wrestling. His hand technique and powerful run blocking and physical strength are his best best traits. His he's known to his friends as the gut. <laughs> I can see why. Look, because so he has he did a jersey tuck. He pulled that's how he, he played. He pulled the Zeke. The Zeke oh, as an goodness. offensive lineman. That's crazy. So Zeke got a tattoo that says "Feed me on his stomach," right? Yeah. This guy gave me a tattoo that said "Fed me." <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so it, uh, Chris Trapasso says. Can play anywhere on the interior up front. Big time athlete and a serious finisher. Needs to tone down the aggression in pass protection. Huge senior bowl. Love the depth up front for Javante Williams, Drew Locke. Listen He's to a this. Serious finisher. So he everywhere. He's like uh, on uh, the blind side when homeboy just takes him. Uh, just, all the way. Just, <laughs> throws him over the wall. That's what do you say? It was time for him to go home. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to this headline. Vikings select cornerback turned linebacker. How? Those are two different sizes. 
Did this guy roll it up? He was he was chosen number seventy eight. Went to North Carolina. Okay. Um, he's six foot two. Okay. Two hundred and twenty nine pounds. How was he a corner? Quarter. No, he was a oh, quarter. quarter. Oh, ooh, quarter. shit, it's even harder. He he took a highly unique path, making the switch from quarterback to linebacker halfway through college. It's like when you're playing, you're back in the day when you're playing your NCAA yeah. career, and they're like, hey, you want to switch positions in the offseason? Yep. Oh, junior year? Hell yeah, fuck it, I don't want to be quarterback no more. Right? That shit was hard. He was the starting quarterback for the Tar Heels. That's he decided crazy. to make the move following a wrist injury he suffered when trying to tackle someone on a pick six he'd thrown. Damn. It ended his season and earned a starting uh, he earned a starting role in 2019 and led the team in tackles his first year at linebacker. Holy with shit. With 115. That's wild, bro. 15 for losses and six and a half sacks is his first year at linebacker. What the fuck? And it says he's a fluid athlete. Yeah, sounds like it. He probably played basketball, ran track, wrestled in high school. So did he leave after his junior season? Be a, a two and done. Or no, there'd be a three and done. Well, it just didn't. It didn't say anything. I know that COVID kind of messed up the twenty twenty season, but yeah. Form and the former San Diego Charger linebacker Pat Sapp is the most notable modern example of a player switching from quarterback to linebacker in college. That's crazy, bro. That's just nuts. And he was second-round pick for the Chargers in 1996. 19, that's, so, that's nuts, And then um, this guy, Chaz Surat, that's the quarterback-turned-linebacker, uh-huh. his brother is actually a draft prospect for next year's draft, as a wide receiver from Wake Forest. Damn. I mean, to switch halfway through college from quarterback to linebacker and, and this, yeah, that's in not the top switching from fucking wide receiver to tight end or safety to corner. That's huge. That's nuts. A lot of quarterbacks are going day two. Texans select a quarterback. Vikings select they? a quarterback. So okay, okay, I've been wanting to talk to you about this. What do you think is gonna happen with Watson? Man, I guess 10 different massage um, therapists have come out in support of him that he's had and said nothing has happened. And he is respectful. Do you think it's a money grab? And I don't want to take anything from these girls. If he did what he's being accused of, then he needs to fucking be prosecuted. Oh, 100%. But if he didn't do it, that's fucking bullshit. You just like, what's Brian... God, I, I wish I could remember his name because I feel disrespect, like disrespectful. The one from Oakland uh, that got accused of rape when he was in high school and lost everything. Oh, I thought you were trying to bring up... Uh, do you remember that Baylor guy showed up to the bowl game with the shot? Jack. Yes. He had the same thing happen right before the draft. Yeah. was accused. Took him... I think he just now... This It was three or four years of fighting... The case. And... Was never he couldn't play in the NFL because no one would want him. Yep. Well, at least with the dude I'm talking about, it, it, there was a movie about. But him. I mean, he still. I mean, he still might get in. Yeah. Because I mean, he's still like in this. The article I read, dude, still looks jacked. 
Dude, he's huge. So he may get a shot. That'd be But dope. nobody's given him a shot to this point because of what was it's going on. It's just sad that some... I mean, it, it, first off, let me make this clear. It's sad that women have to go through the shit they have to go through, okay? Yeah. So let's not get it twisted. I know you agree Facts. with me. I know you agree with me. You're my, my best friend. We've talked about this. You're my fucking brother. This isn't anything that we haven't discussed before. It sucks what women go through on a daily basis, but at the same time... It also sucks that a woman can just point a finger and say, he did this. And a lot of times, it's getting better now, but a lot of times these people are crucified and, and convicted for something they didn't do. A close friend of ours, that exact thing happened to, and he was innocent. And now he's, you know, he passed away. And it was, it, it's sad. He couldn't deal with the pressure of everything. But... It's, it's just sad how a simple accusation can put somebody behind bars and ruin their whole career or life or both or whatever. But at the same time, it, it's even worse. or it, it's, it's equally as bad that some women go through things and the piece of shit that does it to them gets away with it because nobody believes them or they're ostracized, you know? So, and I think, I think personally that... You should, and this, this is the hard thing with the justice system, is you're supposed to be innocent until proven guilty. It's, it's never that, though, but yes. I, and, like, we both have had our run-ins with... We've done dumb shit. Dumb We've shit. done our dumb shit. And you're always in, in just... And I, like, nothing super crazy or anything, but... But I, most of the shit that I got in trouble for, it was my fault. I did it, you know? But you always feel like that you have to prove your innocence. Yeah, 100%. Where it's like, it says that you're innocent until proven guilty, but that's not how it's portrayed yeah. in any, in all of these instances with the guy from Oakland, that big jacked dude from Baylor. Our friend, our, yes. our brother, our brother. Yes. Um, like, that's just not the case. Mm. And the media, run, well, even in our small town or in big settings, big cities, uh, will run these, these smear campaigns. And it, it, you know, uh, what is it? Well, um, I don't know. What's the, I can't think of the word I'm looking for. We'll prosecute you, I guess, or whatever, uh, to the public. And the public just sees these smear campaigns that you're a piece of shit and you did this. Mm-hmm. But then when you're when you're acquitted, or when if if you're acquitted, or if you prove your innocence and you real, really are innocent, these same outlets most of the time don't run another fucking campaign to say hey we fucked up he was right or he what he didn't do what we what he was accused of they just that's left out so to the people that aren't they don't look it up you know they don't have a a dog in the fight i guess they're they're not willing to. well and even if you do look it up like let's say i typed in that baylor guy's name yeah What's the first thing that pops up? All the, the, the accusations. If you type in his name, all the accusations. You're either going to see, one, his time at Baylor. Yeah. Or two, the accusations. Yeah. And then down the and list. And then you might find that he was acquitted. Yeah. But. It's not going to be as most, accessible as, as the bad shit. Most people, when, when you search Google, how many people go past the first two or three things? Or the, the, the first page for sure, nobody. But the first two or three articles, not, not many. many people. I do, but not many people. Because when you see, and that's how Google's algorithm works, yeah. is usually the first three or four websites 
are the most credible. Or, and the, with the most traffic, yeah. Yeah. And that's that's just how their algorithm works. Yeah. And it works for most things. But for that? To prove your innocence? When somebody completely fucking destroys you, like in an article? Well, and now in this day and age when we have so much social media and all this stuff, say the guy from Baylor. I'm going to have to look at his name because yeah. I feel bad calling him the dude from Baylor. I know. I feel bad about... Uh, Sean Oakman. That's yes, his name. yes, yes, yes. So when Sean Oakman say he doesn't go in the NFL, like he decides that's not the path he wants, or he just he's been out of the game so long and been dealing with whatever, he's gonna go for a job. Yeah. M- good jobs now, not not McDonald's. McDonald's ain't gonna do this, but good jobs like corporate jobs and big paying jobs, they literally have departments that search the internet. Oh yeah. And so you're, you're telling me, there's so you're telling me that when they go Google this guy, they're not gonna be like, hmm, maybe we shouldn't. Even if they see, oh, he was acquitted, but all this negative energy comes with it. Yeah, you or, know, this negative it, press. Well, and they could be like, well, maybe he was acquitted on some technicality, yeah. blah blah blah. Yeah, and he's we just don't want to bring this person into our yeah. all Absolutely. because of an accusation that was eventually unfounded. After three years of fighting. Absolutely. So, so the guy I was talking about is from Long Beach, California. I apologize. He's from, it was Long Beach. Oh, that's from Southern California. Brian Banks. Name doesn't really know my Okay. So, Brian Keith Banks is a former American football player. He signed with the Atlanta Falcons. So, after he, he did prison time from like 16 years old, he got out because he ended up uh, over social media, the girl that accused him reached out to him saying she felt bad and he got her on audio recording to admit that she lied well that's not good enough for court he had to take her to uh his attorney there's a whole movie there's a brian banks movie i don't think it's called the brian banks story or anything but if you google brian banks movie it's, it's a great movie and it's it's not just based off a true story it is the true story but he um he brought her to a, a public or a, a private investigator's office and actually... Oh, it is called Brian Banks. Oh, is it? Okay, my fault. And talked her into admitting it and and it got him exonerated. After he was out, he already did all of his time. He was on parole. So he got exonerated. He sued the school board that uh, played a part in it because it was supposedly happened at the high school. I'm, I'm sorry. She sued the school board. Her and her mom, they were out for fucking paper. They were janky ass, out for paper. Um, got him convicted. Sued the school board for a few million dollars. But when he got exonerated, he did his time, got out, got her to admit it uh, on like a, a sworn testimony or whatnot. Got, it, got exonerated. And now she... Um, has to pay those millions of dollars back that she spent on whatever bougie shit she bought. Just a hood rat bitch, you know? And I will say that because I know we're doing a podcast and we're trying to be politically correct, but that bitch is a bougie-ass, janky bitch for what she did to him. Oh, 100%. And so, yeah, it was released in... It says release date in the U.S. was August 9th of 2019. Great fucking movie if you get a chance to see it. It... it I haven't seen it. 
its box office numbers do not say that it was great. It was. It's its ratings. It's one on, of those like almost straight to DVDs, but it it's it literally says its rating on IMDb is seven point two out of ten, which is really good. It's decent, yeah. But Rotten Tomatoes shit budget. Is well, Rotten Tomatoes has gave it a sixty three percent. Yeah. Um, its budget was ten million. It but box office was four point four. Damn. So it didn't even make its money well, back. This, in the see, box that's office. what I'm saying. It's a story about something that really happened, where he was falsely accused, went to prison, got out, and then got you know got exonerated. But people don't care about the result of what truly happens. They only care about the fucking news about what he's accused of. Well, and that's the thing is, so when I was we're watching that tonight. Oh shit! <laughs> um, when I was in high school. I took journalism my senior year because I needed some English credits, and they have a they have a scene that is if it bleeds it reads yeah or if it or if it bleeds it leads yeah. either way yeah so like terrorism the big, shit murder it's negative shit yep. sells newspapers yes rape in a sense of bleeding That's, murder that stuff like and when it says bleeds yeah like you said it's not actual bleeding but stuff that like will like, make your heart bleed yeah like, like, yeah sad. it's that negative emotion coming out of you yeah. It'll sell. It'll make you click on, and that's the thing is now with new, newspapers are tanking. Yeah, so everything is well. You, they just now they want you to. They're trying to drive clicks. Yeah, and that's why people get clickbait yeah. and all that kind you, of if stuff. If you ever watch your YouTube, your some of your favorite YouTubers, it's all the fuck they do. Oh, just crashed my TRX, and then they got the windshield cracked by a pebble. You know, like get yeah. the fuck out of here. But like, and right, you spend twenty minutes watching the video. Yeah, and it's at the very end. So, it's like right here, Brian Keith Banks is a former uh, American football player. He ended up signing, the Falcons ended up signing him uh, on April 3rd, 2013. And he was signed, and then he was signed as an undrafted free agent to Las Vegas Locomotives of the United Football League in 2012. So, they, they signed him. He actually was able to go out on the field and play in an NFL game, and it was like the accomplishment of his life. Because, mind you, he was out of football completely behind bars for like six years and uh then i can't remember who it was i think it was the falcons they offered him a a job in the front office so he could still be around football yeah but ooh, excuse me i tip my hat to the falcons for even doing that like that's that's legit you know <clears throat> let's not forget what the falcons did in the super bowl Twenty-eight three, <laughs> CJ, <laughs> CJ, twenty-eight three, twenty-eight three, Ollie. Damn, uh, damn it! And then got rid of a lot of other good players. They did the homeboy, Casey, Casey, Casey. They said bye bye. They said bye boy. Um, actually, I think they've wrapped up today's draft. They, yeah, the last rounds for today. I think they wrapped. Like, up. Yeah, we only round through is the last round, right? Is that the last round for today? I believe so. Tomorrow will be four and five. I think. Well, actually, do they th- I think they do four through seven tomorrow. Oh, yeah, seven. Just seven, crank it bad. out. Four through seven For some reason, I was thinking five. Yeah, you're, the Broncos... Oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. Yeah, we finished it out. Round three, we, we were last picked for yeah, the round. Yeah, we were. Baron Browning, linebacker, Ohio State. B, B minus. Blossom late in Ohio State. Career thick. Good rangy instincts are hit or miss and may need time to develop in coverage. Good blitzer, not too bad. Yeah, I mean we're gonna. I mean you know he's gonna have Vaughn Miller to show him the ropes. Yeah, oh yeah, he's 
Vaughn's one of the goats too. And Vaughn literally said first first round first or first ballot Hall of Famer. Facts. Um, but yeah, he said he's not going. He's not going anywhere. It doesn't matter win yeah. lose. He's counseling. He's he's gonna sit his shit out there. Yeah, he's he's a. It doesn't matter about his ex girlfriend and the accusations. He ain't going nowhere. Wait, I got warrants. Well, you better catch me in the city. In <laughs> yes. the city. He's I'll be in Denver. Don't worry. Him and his chicken farm. Oh god, he's a huge chicken farm. Dude, and they're all named after his favorite players and his team and his friends. I don't see like he can't like the amount of chickens he has. I don't know. Can you have that many friends? I mean, you're an NFL player. You got a lot of NFL friends. Yeah, how you gonna remember that though? You walk it out and you see a chicken like. I ain't gonna tell them apart. Who knows? With them thick ass glasses you be wearing. And his thick ass porn stash. <laughs> That's crazy. How about the whole DMX thing, dude? You know what's crazy is is R.I.P. DMX first and foremost. But when Maxine <clears throat> told me that he had passed, <clears throat> I was surprised, but I wasn't. If that sounds bad, and I'm not trying to sound like an asshole. But I was like, damn, like, that's hella sad. But I would have thought he would have passed years ago. Well, just the lifestyle. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? like the lifestyle he'd be living. Literally, like, crack, don't give it to you. crack cocaine was his drug of choice. You know, and, and, and he had the money. This You see old crackheads because they have to scrounge up money, nickel and dime, to get their fix. He had money to overdose his very first fucking time, you know? Like Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, you know what I mean. You get what I'm saying. I know it sounds dumb. Yeah, he didn't have to scrape money. It wasn't like he was having to get high every other there. day or yeah. whatever. He could have got high from the time he woke up to the time that he OD'd. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel bad that he OD'd. Oh, absolutely. He's, he's a legend. But, yeah, like, when you're just in that party lifestyle. With him, it wasn't even about partying. Well, I mean, it was in part he wasn't didn't he would he would just he was addicted, and it's sad. And, and addiction is a f- motherfucker, dude. And once it's got its hooks, oh, especially God. when again once you have that money to get, um, to be able to get it whenever you want, yeah, Access. it's hard to get it out. Like Demi Lovato's the same way. Eminem almost died two different times, you know. And Demi is she. What was her quote? A while back, she's California sober, is what she calls it. Yeah, was she drinks or something? No, she smokes weed. Oh, that oh. was her thing. Okay, okay, that's what she called. She called it California sober. That's well, Scott Storch is California sober then. Mike Tyson's California and sober. And so she and says, weed's, "Weed's good to help you fight for addiction." We, I mean, CBD. Weed's weed, good for uh, yeah. weed's good for almost every fucking thing. Yeah. I don't, e- I don't even smoke. I don't. I'm not a weed. I don't. You know what's funny is, but I didn't for the longest time. But recently, I do it once in a while because it's just it's calming, calming and shit. Like just the right, the right shit. Like there's, like there's strains that do different things. Sativa you know? and shit. I ain't no scientist, so I don't know. But I just I know that when I go to the club here, it's legal. Mm-hmm. By the way, <laughs> when I go to the California, <laughs> yeah, where everything else is illegal. Well, actually. Anything that's a substance is becoming legal. We're not Oregon, though. Yeah. Oregon just decriminalized every drug. That's crazy. That's if they, you know, if the, if if the country did it like Amsterdam and prostitution, you, it'd be so much different. Like yeah, my so thing is, and, and that's why I say all the time, do you, boo boo? Yeah. If you want to shoot heroin between your toes, do it. Yeah. Just don't so, come stealing my shit. So long as it doesn't 
affect other people or your family yeah or like I don't care as long as you're if, it, if it's only hurting you like if you're doing drugs and I know doing drugs doesn't only hurt the person yeah, doing drugs yeah it hurts the family members when they die it hurts the family members when they die and all that but you can't control everybody's life it's like when people try to say you can't have guns you can't be gay oh, I've got a closet full of them you know what I mean like you can't be gay you can't do this you can't do that do let them do them yeah like but if it's not affecting you, if it's why not the affecting your lifestyle, why do you care? And so yeah, no. So like, I just I know that when I go to the club and it says this is gonna make you, it's like relaxing and just chill. Mm. I know that it's what it's gonna do. Yeah. I don't need to be like, oh, it's just a hybrid strain of the. Even when you get it from like a street dealer. Yeah. Well, it's exactly. like it's like people that take prescription pills and the opiates, and you know they're addicted to them and shit like. You used to be able to buy them off the street and, and take them and be fine. Now, if you don't know the person got them straight from the pharmacy and trust that, you can't take that shit. Because all it takes is one of them at, in, a, in a batch of 100 of them to, have, to be a fake one or, or one that has fentanyl. One that has fentanyl, and it's your last fucking high you've ever had. And that's you know? like, I mean. And that's a big thing now. People are doing that shit. Well, and that's the thing is like, We've all done, well, not all, I don't know about all, but I've had my fair share of partying and doing fun shit and doing dumb shit. And, like... The fun shit usually is the dumb shit. Facts. Um, but when you just go down that path, like, now, like, I feel like I was more, I felt safer Back a few then. years ago. Uh, yeah. Like, when you would do things. And then now it's, like, it's... It's almost an anxiety to even think about doing those things because of what might be in those things yeah. that you used to do. Yeah, it really without is. incriminating myself. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, and if if because you're like, oh shit, I could do that, but I could die. Is it worth that possibly yeah. being stuffed with a bunch of fentanyl or stuffed with a bunch of these weird shit? Yeah. And then all it is is it's done. It's wrapped. And then it's over. Yep. Speaking of. Do you see? I'm going to pull it up right now. Uh-oh, hold on. There is a use this one? snortable weed now. Oh, like a snuff to chew it's, tobacco almost? It, no, it's white in color. Oh, my God. Almost like the fucking flavored cocaine we heard about, which doesn't make any sense because it didn't. It, it's not flavored. It's scented. It's, wouldn't it be scented cocaine? that would, It wouldn't be flavored. It'd be scented, right? If you can only smell it and not taste it? Yeah. But people are starting to fucking, like, that's how hipster this world's getting. Like, oh, we need to spruce up our cocaine. We need to make it flavored or scented. Oh, this, like is, a, this is a nasal mist. No, I get that. Um, that makes sense. Like a CBD nasal yeah. mist. Oh, absolutely. Blah. But again, if you guys have not seen the Brian Banks story, give it a watch. Let us know what you think. I think it, I think it was a really good movie. How's that beer? How's that Space Sailor IPA? It's not bad. It smells like someone just dug up weeds in the garden. Yeah, so <laughs> if we're getting onto the alcohol, I'm a an IPA drinker and he is a light beer drinker. Yeah, I'm a I'm a Bud Light and a Patron guy. This guy really likes his IPAs. Um, yeah, I'm a big fan of Space Dust. Well, you have Space Sailor. I do have space sailing. It's space an astronaut dance. surfing a fucking crescent moon. It is. I'm, it, I think it was called like Snort or something along those lines. And it's literally this little glass jar with a black twist top with the logo on the side. 
and it's this white powder. That's crazy. And it's all, it is literally the whole thing is about, like you snort the weed. Is it the THC, technically? It's THC. I mean, it's, I mean, you can't really snort like a weed leaf, so, or a pot leaf or something. You, not leaf, leaf would do shit, but you can grind it down enough. It's sticky though, but. But yeah, no, it's literally like white, like this white powdery substance. <clears throat> so, um, I want to know if any of the viewers have any topics to talk about other than the shit that we talk about. We're going to be uh, recording once a week and editing and putting it out when we can. So Yeah, we should be recording on Fridays um, and then editing Friday night and Probably sending it out Saturday mornings. Saturday, I mean, it, at the very latest, between Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, because we don't, just this, we don't want to put it out at and, night. And right now, guys, we're still we're still learning. Bear with us. Um, little by little, we're trying to perfect everything. So if it sounds grainy or all that other shit, um, it sounds raw. I think raw is the best, actually, because it's real. Um, but... In the comments, I mean, what if this goes on YouTube in the comments, I don't know how it is with other um, platforms for, for uh, podcasts. If there's anywhere to comment or message, if you guys have any inquiries, um, questions, uh, ideas for topics or whatever, please let us know because we're, we're still learning as we go as well. If you guys know of any uh, editing software that we should download or, or anything like that or whatever, like, like I said, we're all ears. And uh, we're open to suggestions, or if there's something that we could do better, or you know, whatever, just let us know. It's all new to us, but we're trying to build a, a base. I'm not saying a fan base. I'm saying a family base. But this is the the Big and Blizz uh, Sports and BS podcast. I'm Blizzy, and this is Big Mike. So you know, we shortened down to Big and Blizz. But we're just trying to see if there's like-minded people out there that want to hear what we have to say. Which, I know what we have to say is not, a, not, any, not any good shit, but some people might find it entertaining, you know? Yeah, or right. they might feel that we talk too fucking much. So, or, if that's the case... I don't give a fuck! Yeah, if that's the case, <laughs> then just click to the next one. Alright y'all, it's been amazing, but until next time, I am... Blizzy, aka Blizz, and this is. I'm Big Mike, aka Big. And this is the Big and Blizz Sports and BS Podcast. We'll link up with you soon.